Hey there, it's Jordan, and welcome to another fun-filled episode of Play Me Some of That. Uh, we're at episode 172. Thanks for coming by today. Well, today we have a very special episode. Today we are all about design. You know, part of the fun of a new album is the packaging. A new cover, cool artwork or liner notes, or a stylish layout. You know, all of that contributes to how we hear the music. And how we remember it. Well, I've picked songs from albums where I've been particularly impressed by the artwork. There are so many I could name, but I've narrowed it to just a few based on how I feel today. You know, this could change all tomorrow, but these were the ones that caught my eye today. First up is the really what inspired me to do this episode is a album by Paco. So I'm still uh, cataloging my collection on Discogs, and I'm up to the P's now. And so I found this album by Paco, and it's called This Is Where We Live. Um, I'm looking at this cover now, and I'm like, yeah, what really was interesting to me is I'd never seen anything like it on an album. It's sort of a old vintage painting of like boats, ships on the water, with a uh, active volcano smoking in the background. It's very cool and it's like an orangey, vintagey looking color. Well, I looked through the album notes and found out the art direction and design was by someone named Sorab Habibian. And the actual image is a detail of a large, um, block print called Views d'Atal, produced by the Dolor Company in Paris around 1830. It was a block printed on joined sheets of handmade paper. Looks like they actually combined the sheets and cleaned them up for the cover on the album. Well, I have a link in the show notes to the original um, object. Anyway, we're going to hear a track from this album. Um, Paco was a collaboration between Dominique Durand and Andy Chase from Ivy. And they met with their friend Michael Hampton and an engineer, Gary Maurer. Well, Michael Hampton is a former Discord DC punk dude. And he had been doing some of his own score and soundtrack work. While Maurer had engineered albums by the likes of him, Groove Lily, and Ivy's sister band, Founds of Wayne. Well, this is what they ended up with. It's a great album. So let's hear Lie by Paco. Without a doubt 
to finish teaching me the loan procedures. I've got a lot on my mind. Can we do this tomorrow? Sure. Okay. I'll just uh, tell Mr. Jackson you don't have the time right now. Maybe he can tell no, me. No, no. Okay, I'll do it. Okay.
I've got a new found fangled, fine tangled, changled, and bang. And it keeps things curious, oh, but it makes folks curious. It takes two bar tango and a little tingle, tangle, 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 ting, ting, and two orangutangles like me and you. I used to think that you were tomboy, headlock, but then slow, so shoddy. Then I found you are rumbled, and I'm no blessed bone in your body. So down, mess around with my stamperout thing. Everybody's in touch, you live less than rang back. Oh, don't mess around with my stamperout thing. Everybody's in touch, you live less than rang back.
And that was Gentle Hand with This Could Only Happen to You. That's from their album, Be Nice to Everyone. This album features a really cute cat. Um, that's about all that's great about it. Um, the art is design is credited to Max Germer. Or is it Germer? I don't know. The photography is by Henning, who actually is the singer-songwriter for Gentle Hen. So I don't know if it's his cat or a cat he knows, but it is a little cute one-eyed kitty whose name is Rowdy. Before that, we heard Andrew Bird's Bowl of Fire with What's Your Angle? And that's from his album, Oh the Grandeur, which was the booklet was illustrated by the always incredible Chris Ware. So it sort of has this old-timey uh, sort of a circus or a um, astrology sort of feel to it. Um, and it actually opens into a full-size poster. And the disc uh, actually has this psychotic face on it. I guess it's a moon of some sort. And then you pull that up and it's even more psychotic. So kind of a crazy um, album concept. And it, I think it fits the sort of swing-esque music of the album. Well, up next we'll do a track from Not A Surf's great album, The Weight Is A Gift. This cover is also very cool. It's got cutouts of shapes in the picture. So it's basically an illustration of buildings, and then they cut out um, sections to be uh, as kind of a cutout uh, cover art. So it's very cool. Um, the illustration was done by someone named Alex Holden, and the overall design was by Nate Manny at Half Tone Design. And then I think they printed it at a place called Thingmakers that did the cutting. Anyway, this album has several classic Not A Surf songs, but none quite as classic as Always Love. To make a mountain of your life is just a choice, but I never learned enough. To listen to the voice that told me Always love Hate will get you every time Always love Don't wait till the finish line
Yes, that's Matthew Sweet with Divine Intervention from his classic album, Girlfriend. Well, this album cover has always been, I don't know, iconic to me. Um, Having gotten into Matthew Sweet at a relatively young age, I had no idea who this girl was, or that she was Tuesday Weld, or that Tuesday Weld was even a person, a famous person. I just thought it was some girl in a fur coat. Well... Over the years, I learned who she was and saw some of her acting. And, uh, but she'll always just be that girl from the Matthew Sweet album to me. Um, apparently the photo was taken in the late 50s and appears courtesy of Ken Galante Silver Screen. Um, the art direction of that album was by Lee Hammond and the design was by Dory Cheng. Anyway, I was searching around and found an interview with Matthew Sweet asking why he used that picture on the album cover. Here's his response. Basically, record companies just want you to put a picture of yourself on the album cover. There's something about her attitude that I liked. It's funny because she was only 13 or 14 years old in that photo. I had collected memorabilia of actresses from the 50s and 60s, like Kim Novak, Carol Baker, and Jean Seberg. It was hard to get Tuesday Well to approve it, because she was a recluse and eccentric. We finally got her approval. However, at the time, the album was called Nothing Lasts, and the label got the idea that they should get a hold of Tuesday Weld and tell her what it was called. Which of course made her feel like, what do you mean nothing lasts with my photo? So I changed the title to Girlfriend at the 11th hour, so we didn't have to mess with the Tuesday Weld photo. It was a better title for it because it was so much more positive, you know? Great words from Matthew Sweet there. Before that, we heard Phil Keege with Love Divine, a nice Beatlesque tune, um, which was really the first song I ever heard by him anyways. Um, that's from his album Crimson and Blue, and the cover is, sure, it's a little bit 90s. Um, he's basically photographed upside down, wearing some sort of beret-like hat, and the album title is kind of funky font swirling around but I like it always like the colors and uh, it's cool Um, according to the album the photography was either Michael Wilson or Ben Pearson and Diana Barnes did the art direction so great stuff by those people Um, also you may have noticed the uh, track titles um, are kind of linked if you look at it it kind of spells out Love Divine... Oh, no. Always Love Divine Intervention. So cool, right? Anyway, enough of me for now. Let's go back to my brother Jeremy in a segment we like to call Jeremy's Turn to Rock. That's right. It is Jeremy's Turn to Rock. Um, I'm here, and I'm going to continue with Jordan's little theme of cool artwork. And one of the first things that popped in my head when I heard this theme was the Groovy Ghoulies and their hit album, Reanimation Festival. Uh, this one features artwork by S. Britt, who had become, at this point, one of the signature artists for the Groovy Ghoulies. Um, according to an article by Rachel Lee Brock in the Sacramento Bee in June 3rd, 2000, 
Um, Esprit had asked a coworker who knew Kepi from the Groovy Ghoulies um, to pass along some samples of his work, and Kepi let him do a flyer in 1995. So then he did a single and some more flyers and t-shirts and all kinds of stuff. And it's a very cool style. It's, you know, somewhat 60s-ish, 50s-ish. Um, and he's also continued on to do a lot of children's books and advertising and all kinds of stuff. Um, but uh, Kepi of the Ghoul, Groovy Ghoulies said in that interview that there's a very fine line when you're dealing with monsters. It could come off looking like a heavy metal record or something too serious. And um, Esprit really did the opposite of that. Alright, well, anyway, here's uh, their hit song, Graveyard Girlfriend. Surely you can be dissuaded from taking this insignificant woman. Surely she's not worthy of your greatness.
font où Ma bouche fait où Mais ma That is Daphne with L'Homme à la Peau Musicale uh, from her album Blue Venice. And um, I picked this album mainly because it's a girl in a top hat and it's very cool and it reminds me of my favorite comic book character, Zotana. Anyway, the photo was taken by Paris-based photographer Claude Gassian. He's been shooting Legends of Rock from the early 70s, and he's one of France's best-known music photographers. Uh, He was born on September 24th, 1949. Um, Our final and best pick will be the Francoise Hardy album, Alone. This came out in 1970. Um, It's got a very cool photo on it of Francoise Hardy playing the guitar, and you can see the um, end of the guitar, like super big close up. And it's just a very cool image and just, um, it's great. And that picture was taken by Leonard DeRamey. And he was born in September 19th, 1924 and died March 5th in 2000. And he created this company, Gamma Press Images in uh, 1966. And he uh, did a lot of great um, French music photography. Um, there's, in my research, he, he even has like a book of photos that he did with Bridget Bardot, um, where he met her on the set of Viva Maria, a film I've seen and like quite a bit. Um, and so there's all kinds of different stuff that he's done. So check it out. The song I'm going to play from Alone is In the Sky. And this is Francoise Hardy uh, singing in English, so that's always good. So here it is, In the Sky. Passing by in the sky 
Always great as usual, Jeremy. Great album covers, I gotta say. Well, we only have about three more albums to feature before we wrap it up. Up next, a album cover by the band Sugar Bomb, their album Bully. It's a great album cover. It's got this angry little girl, I guess, hissing at some kids she's trying to bully. Um, or is she being bullied? I'm not sure. Anyway, it also has these cool, like, um, graphics as if it's some sort of weird Japanese um, product of some sort. Which I think all of the, the colors, the imagery, it really does reflect the colorful, kind of powerful music within. Um, it says the art direction was by Sugar Bomb with Brett plus Tracy. I'm not sure who that is. But um, it also says photography was by John Gype. Alright, so yeah, with that album cover, let's hear a song from the album. Here's Sugar Bomb with After All. You ever talk about is what you want to hear. All you really want is to spend another year. Nothing ever matters if it isn't up to you. But it's got us when you walk into the
I try to stay when I can see that there's no reason to. My heart is strong and my feet can move if I tell them to. Yeah, that was Laura Cantrell with Churches Off the Interstate. That's from her album, Not the Tremblin' Kind. It's a great album. Um, It was her debut album. And I really picked this one because it was always one that grabbed me. Um, Just kind of both distant in the photo as well as fully present. Um, There's kind of a piece of glass between her and the photographer, who's listed as Stephanie Chernikowski. And then the glass is sort of broken. It's got a crack in it. And then there's some sort of image, I guess, etched into the glass. Um, yet there she is, standing defiant with her hands on her hips, looking in. So I think that's a great shot. Great album cover. Great album. Well, this has been a fun episode. I hope you've enjoyed some of the background information we've given you about this artwork. Um, we have one more track to go before it's time to leave. However, I wanted to share a few things. So even the background music has a cool artwork. Um, We're listening to Les Baxter's Ritual of the Savage album. Yet another fantastic, maybe his best, of exotica 
lounge music, whatever you want to call it. This is a great album cover. It features a few tiki idols in the foreground and a couple dancing. Uh, but the man seems to be getting a little too rough with the girl uh, savages. Anyway, this was drawn by a guy named William George, and he was a world-famous illustrator who studied with Norman Rockwell and began his career painting covers for magazines such as Argosy, Cavalier, and Zane Gray's Western Magazine. Great stuff. The clips you heard today were from a film entitled Drag Me to Hell, which has a very striking movie poster and, of course, the DVD box art. Um, it was done by a company out of Venice, California called Cold Open, uh, which does a lot of movie posters. Anyway, it shows a woman being dragged to hell. Exciting stuff, if you ask me. Well, our final track is from a album by David Mead, his album Indiana. Now, this is a very cool painting, sort of, I guess, a landscape, maybe. It's a reddish, sort of, even looks like a piece of wood. Anyway, it is a cool painting, and actually there's three other paintings inside the album, and they're all by David's wife, Natalie Coxmead, and she also did the artwork for the next two albums that David Mead did. Anyway, the layout was by Kim Kanakin and Ralph Afonso for artworks design. Anyway, we're going to hear that right now. It's called... One plus one, and it's by David Mead. Everyone have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time. And there's something else, something uh, that I, I couldn't admit to before. I could have given Mrs. Ganesh another extension on her loan, but I didn't. It was my decision. It was wrong with me.
nowhere without the one plus one.